Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. What's going on, everyone? This is Ashley Schuler, your business system strategist. I'm excited today because we're back with another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. And we're going to talk about the power of documentation. If you've previously listened to a couple of my other episodes, I was talking about documentation. I dived into it just a little bit. But you know what? Today, we're going to go full throttle in on this topic. And I just can't wait. So the question is, what exactly are you documenting right now? I'm going to give you guys a little, what is it? A little virtual countdown. Okay, I feel like that wasn't the quite the tune of the key, but that's okay. So why am I obsessed with documentation? I'll tell you why. To be honest, I just want to be ready. I want to be ready. I don't want to be behind when it comes to growing and scaling in my business. I want to be prepared for the new opportunities. And so that is why I'm obsessed with documentation. And let me share this perspective with you because this really leveled up my thinking. So one night I was on Instagram Live. I was watching Nikki Saunders at This Is Nikki. She was talking about how she watched the Biggie documentary, I've Got a Story to Tell on Netflix. And so she was talking about how D-Rock, one of his close friends, documented his entire journey, Biggie's entire journey, had pictures, had songs, had videos. And so she said, you need to document everything. And I said, whoa, I said, that took me out for a minute because I wasn't ready for that. Here I was looking at my little SOP library, studying about documentation, writing out notes, whatever, whatever. And she said this, and I said, ooh, you mean to tell me I need to be documenting what I'm doing in my business and also making sure I'm capturing my entire experience. So she made a recommendation and I'm pulling this out. I wish I had the visuals for this, but I'm just gonna tell you what I'm holding in my hand. This is called a handy recorder. This is a Zoom H1N, excuse me, H1N recorder. And so it's a little handy recorder device. I take it on my walks with my dog. I go and I think and I just record thoughts. And so I said to myself, self, You got a lot of stuff that you are thinking about and a lot of stuff that you are downloading. So you need to go ahead and you need to just document the process. So for me, that looked like a couple different ways. The little handy recorder, which I record content on, other thoughts, ideas, things that I'm I'm thinking about. And then next, I was also documenting what I was building. So whether that is SOPs, whether that is things within ClickUp, Asana, Notion, you know, I'm sitting there literally filming myself build things out. So that's two ways that I am literally documenting my journey because you don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? In terms of the Ashley Schuler documentary, but also to the point of just having records of your journey. So I thought that was powerful. That was super, super powerful. But for today's discussion, we're going to get more into really documenting our process. What do we have in our business? And we're going to be talking about documenting the process. Now, real talk, don't forget, I did ask you that question. What are you documenting right now? And I need y'all to go to my Instagram at Ashley Schuler underscore and send me a message and tell me what are you documenting in your business? So let's get straight into it, shall we? Shall we? Now, why is documentation important? I'm going to tell you why it's important. Because you want to communicate consistently with your clients and your team members. Yes, you need to have a communication strategy and a documentation plan for how you communicate on a regular basis. So this means meeting management. This is talking about how you're going to use Slack or the ClickUp chat or the Asana messages feature. This is also about boundaries with office hours, with clients, and also how you communicate with them. Are you putting them in a a private Slack channel? Do they have a ClickUp dashboard? You know, you want to be able to really write those things down because especially when you hire or if you already have a team member, it's easy, it's easy, easy, easy to roll out what the process is. It also improves the quality of your work. And I'm a big believer of having set criteria that meets the standards for what you are producing. So think about that. What are the standards that you have for the work that you do? And also documentation improves consistency. Yes, consistency in the work that you are producing. Also, when you begin hiring, there should be no deviation between you handling your client experience and maybe hiring a client experience manager. Why? Because the process has been documented, it's been learned, it's been implemented, and you're executing it. And with that said, it reduces mistakes. So you have a process documented, and so now you're improving the quality of your work, you're making it systematic, there's no real mistakes that are being made. It's beautiful. So what should I document, Ashley? I'm so glad you all asked that question. Hiring process, content creation, podcasting, email marketing, finance and budgeting, client onboarding and offboarding, and website updates. And these are just a few. I know there's many more. So those are some examples of what you should be documenting in your business. So let's start discussing some concrete steps for developing documentation, aka standard operating procedures. And some people call them SOPs, which I think is kind of an odd name, but we'll go with it. (laughs) So determine the goal for creating your SOP. See, that's the thing that I think we need to really focus on understanding what you're documenting and why you're documenting it. And so it's important to know, listen, I need to have a clear cut perspective on why we are documenting in the first place. And if you think about it, we're really doing this so that we can grow a healthy business. Just think about it. You got Apple, Whole Foods, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, JP Chase and Morgan, all these companies out here have standard operating procedures. That's one of the ways that they were able to grow their business. So that's why SOPs are super important. So have the goal in mind, have the reasoning of why you are developing an SOP for a particular department or area of your business. Now, we've covered the first step, which is defining the goal. The second step is identifying the people. Who's it for? So what's the end user? Who's going to be benefiting from this SOP? 
And then also, who's going to be using the SOP? Who in your business? It could be you, which is fine. It could be a team member as well. And here's a pro tip. You definitely want to write this in such a way where it's going to make sense for anyone in your business, meaning a team member, who may need to pick up a particular process like a baton and execute accordingly. So, so far, we've identified our goal and also the people, the end user, and then who's executing this process. All right, so the next thing is Let's determine the scope and the format. How should this SOP be produced? How many of you all think that SOPs need to be solely in a written format? What's that saying? Well, you can tickle me pink. No, really. You can actually document your process and it does not have to be a long paragraph form. You can actually do this through bulleted lists. You can also do it a one, two, three, step one, two, three process. You can do it in a flow chart and you can also do it by video. And let me tell you, friends, that is such a popular format these days. People are literally turning on their Zoom, turning on the loom.com and literally just doing screen sharing screen recording, I mean, and recording the steps, boom. And then that is their SOP. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Before we transition to some other points I wanna make, we've definitely covered a lot. Number one, when it comes to writing SOPs, you wanna have a goal in mind. You for sure wanna identify your end user and who is performing the process. You also wanna identify the format and the way that you want to have this SOP produced. So here are some things for you all to think about. Accessibility and storage. So where do you store your SOPs? And this is still a debate amongst many of my friends and colleagues. So here's what I want you to think about. Where does it make most sense to store your documentation? Some people feel Google Drive. Others are using project management tools like ClickUp or Asana to store their SOPs. With that said, there are three things to keep in mind. Accessibility, visibility, and centralization of this information. And here's another thing. Don't treat your SOPs like the crock pot. Set it and forget it. You have to maintain and update your SOPs. So how often should you do it? Wonderful question. Now, it all is going to depend on what you've developed so far or if you're starting from scratch. I mean, you can certainly do it whenever you want, but just to give you a better idea about when you should do it, Aim for quarterly. Aim for a quarterly review of your processes. Sit down, update them, and then revisit the next set of SOPs. So as we wrap up this episode, it's just important to note that documentation is important for the health of your business as you're looking to grow and scale. Now, here are some things to remember when documenting. Number one, identify the processes in your business. And that's easy. Just think about what you're already doing. Content creation, podcasting, your client experience, and there's so much more. But sit down, think about what you're repeatedly doing on a monthly basis, on a daily basis, on a quarterly basis. Next, take a step back and start writing out the steps. And don't worry, as one of my coaches says, do it ugly. This ain't no contest on the perfect SOP. So just go ahead, write the steps down. What comes first? What comes second? What comes third? Make sure you make connections between key tasks and key steps. Also, when it's coming to how you document, remember, You don't need to be an author or a scribe. What's up, pen and paper squad? If you're more of a visual person, consider flow charts or a video tutorial. And listen, you don't have to do it by yourself. You may actually need to hire someone like myself 
or other consultants that are going to help you put all the pieces together. Sometimes it's good to partner up with someone who can really help look at your business from the inside out, help you document the steps. After all, you know your process. Plus, that individual can also help you to see how you can improve your process for the future so that you can systematize your business. You can work faster, more productively, and you can have more freedom than you can imagine. That's all I have for you guys for today's episode. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope that you learned something here today. Be sure to send me a message on Instagram at Ashley underscore. And also subscribe, share this episode with a friend, leave a review. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Tired of losing time, money, and feeling ineffective with your work? Click the link in the show notes to apply for the Click of VIP Day. And also be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at AshleyShuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.